All right, hey, it's uh, it's time for a little bit of a wrap-up podcast interview here with uh, Lee Freiberger. We got the co-coordinator of the Team Canada ISDN, ISDN, ISDE team over there in Italy. Uh, Lee, thank you very much for well talking with us all week, and now today giving us kind of a wrap-up. Yeah, hey everyone. Uh, yeah, happy to kind of summarize the week or uh, ten days, I guess, of two weeks that we were there. So yeah, glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. It's kind of fun back home here, at least being able to keep in touch with you. And then it was so much fun having all four of the uh, World Trophy guys gathered around the cell phone there and, uh, and chatting with all those guys before the final day. Yeah, that was, we listened to that that night, and that came through very nicely. Uh, very <laughs> happy that you, you uh, did that for the guys and get their voices heard also. Well, I see. I see it differently. I'm very glad they did it for us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's that's. I guess where my intent is too. Cause I guess I I speak lots. I guess I've had it, you know one of these every day with you pretty much, except for that day. Yeah, and for sure. Surely it's I'm, uh, wet and blood and so forth. So. Well, I'm glad you snapped that photo because I kind of captured the moment. That was awesome. Yeah, because um, <laughs> uh, the facilities there are few and far between as far as you know, soundproofing rooms, blah blah blah. You know. Um, and it, yeah, it worked out great. Ad lib like we did. Yeah, it sounded great. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, let's talk about. I mean, the whole darn thing is done. The six days yeah. are done. It was tough. I mean, I keep seeing uh, guys like uh, Jared Stock certainly has been putting up some fun little videos, kind of recapping his his thoughts and things like that. So I've been kind of following along with that. Um, but let's talk about. Uh, I mean, some big things happened. I mean, there's the the Watling Trophy got. I mean, that just doesn't get thrown around. And uh, I mean, that's a pretty prestigious thing. We'll talk about that. But uh, First of all, the team had their best ever finish with a seventh overall in the World Trophy, right? Um, actually, the, in all honesty, so the Watling's been presented twice. As, as I learned when we received the trophy, I didn't realize that Canada had won it in 1973, and then in 19, sorry, 1975. 1983, it was won uh, also in Wales, and, and the, the, I believe someone... Uh, told by Blair Sharpless that Blair and a number of other guys won it won the Waddling and third place in Wales in 1983 oh. um, so yeah 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 um, so they did a, a great job that year and then of course 1983 to now so it's, it's been a long time um, and previously I think the best effort uh, besides that third was um, an eighth and that's yeah, I've been involved. I think I, I mentioned that, but I've been on the six days uh, with the team for 18 years, 18 different years. Um, and that's certainly the best result that I've uh, been part of. So I'm super, super proud of it. Um, yeah, elated. Um, it's going to take a number of days to kind of get over the feeling of this. And I'm, I'm at a distance. I'm not what those. I'm not the guys that actually put in the, the work. Um, so I'm so proud of those guys. Well, boy, I think uh, we owe an apology to Team Canada 1983. You've been running around saying eighth was our best over. So uh, congratulations to those guys. First off, I just uh, hate running around giving out misinformation. So uh, <laughs> okay. nice to be yeah. corrected there. Okay, that's good Good to know. But uh, all right, well, um, let's talk about, I mean, I haven't spoken to the individual riders and stuff. So we'll just kind of sum up, uh, you know, through your eyes and everything like that. So do we have results in their categories i guess we could go like e1 e2 e3 like Cade, tyler jared i guess phil's times because he was injured and stuff didn't end up being of the top three that counted correct 
Correct. He didn't score one day, but it must be said, and, and I know Phil was disappointed he wanted to be faster, but the, the guy didn't give up, right? Uh, a month ago, I guess it would be, um, you know, he, he broke a couple bones in his face, uh, getting hit by a rock, and he had surgery, and, um, you know, specialist appointments, blah, 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 blah. Team double blurry uh, for six and a half hours a day. Like, when he did not quit. He didn't waver. And then twisted his ankle really badly on day two, I believe. And so for those guys, I mean, you watch a guy like him push and not give up, and it's more motivation for them to, to, to carry the team. And, and they all had their bad days. Like we talked about Cade on, on day two having a crash, and he was through most of day three before he started coming around and then just came stronger and stronger and stronger through the rest of the week. Um, Jared, you know, did okay. He wasn't, as he's posted and said, uh, he's not super happy on his results, but he, he came back too day, day four. Thursday was, he was pretty bummed. Um, he wanted better results, but he came back Friday with a really strong, um, yeah, just showed a lot of character for those guys in grit, like to, to sink low and you get, again, back to that much time on the bike. Uh, body parts are sore and, and, you know, they say they're not tired, but, for sure they are, right? Mm-hmm. They train their athletes. And the grit to push, and, yeah, and Tyler just keeps getting smarter and faster through the week. Um, the fact that uh, results I saw of his in the test was on uh, seventh place, and he was in the teams on many, many, many tests. So he finished uh, 18th overall uh, in the trophy category and eighth in E2 out of 45 guys that finished. Uh, Cade was 45th overall. 16th in E1 out of 66 uh, that finished. Jared was uh, 61st in uh, E3 uh, overall. Sorry, 61st in, in, in trophy and 16th in E3. All so right. those guys did, yeah, really, really good job. And I think Tyler's performance is the best uh, the team has ever had in class and overall Uh yeah, Blair was close. I think he told me a 10th and 20th in class and overall. Okay, oh, good. We have confirmation on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least from, from him directly. So. <laughs> right. Well, what, was, yeah, what yeah. was cool, too, is that uh, obviously the motocross portion is what, uh, what I was certainly uh, keyed up on because I knew that would also be one that you could watch easier, right? I mean, not, <laughs> a little easier to cover with some video. So it was kind of cool that they showed that live and to watch Tyler up there battling for the podium finish and then uh, Jared pull the whole shot. I missed Cades. I missed the E1. That went off a little early for me over here. But, uh, man, watching those guys uh, look great on that final day. Yeah, and Cade had a great moto too. Um, I want to say he was fourth on the start of the, of the fast E1 moto. And his bike had been running poorly for uh, since day four, I think. At the end of the day, he started having some issues and some tweaking on it. It was starting to run better. But you could hear it cut out under load. It wasn't pulling. So uh, he finished sixth or seventh. I think he, by the end of the motor, he'd lost a few spots just because his bike wasn't pulling. He was disappointed in that. But <clears throat> again, um, they did really good. And of course, Tyler uh, had a great start. And he, of course, he's with, you know, Dante rode really, really strong up front. Um, sorry, I think the Portuguese guy was up there. Dante got by him. And then uh, Garcia and uh, Tyler kind of missed the line, I think he said, on a rock and uh, knew his mistake. But uh, it was too late on him. But 
Yeah, it's so good to see those guys on TV and uh, and their, their names mentioned in the in the coverage was really really good. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So how did uh, I mean? Okay, six days of just grinding it out. How was everybody at the very end of it? Like, how was the? Uh, I don't know. Did you guys kind of celebrate? Was everybody just hurting? How was? <laughs> what happened at the end of it all? Well, we did celebrate, I guess, in a in a throwing our hands in the air and lots of you know discussion and proud moments and reflection and so forth. But it's uh, the six days that also that were you know <clears throat> especially with COVID. As soon as the bikes were cleaned up, uh, Tyler and Jared, sorry, Jared's bike went back to the KTM rental service. Tyler's bike and Tanner's bike were cleaned up and then handed back to Cade's team. Uh, Alex Delametti uh, was taking those bikes back to Bergamo, hmm. and then he was going to drop them off at the airport whenever the scheduling flight is to return those bikes to Canada. So that had to be done expeditiously because as we're heading back to Bergamo, and then they had to get to Milan by, I can't remember, whatever time to get a COVID test that was valid for when they arrived back mm. home. So they didn't arrive back to the house until 11.30 or 12 o'clock. So there wasn't celebrating as in, you know, that we would probably like to have done. But um, we did have a, a little bevy and a few pictures of that kind of floating around and, and you know, some hugs and handshakes and so forth so and a, and a bunch of reflection for sure there was a lot of giggles and laughing and proud moments oh, that's great okay yeah again kind of a weird time and then the fact that you had to get so much stuff done the little logistic stuff that you had to take care of before the uh, the fun could be had anyway but now we didn't talk about uh, tanner and the uh, the club uh, racing too how did uh, how did tanner end up doing yeah he did really good <clears throat> um i think he wanted i heard a comment that he said he a little bit he wanted a better result but Really, he didn't make any foolish mistakes on the bike. He had one crash, I think he said, on day four. But uh, he kind of came out of that okay, tweaked his knee a little bit. Um, but for first first six days, he, he made it through the work area, did his tire changes, anything else he needed to deal with. He had a couple little mechanical things like wear and tear type things that kind of happened to motorcycles, license plates, different things like that were falling off that he had to take care of. And he did all that very, very proficiently. He was certainly tired, but... Uh, he got through it, and and he didn't flop like he was, oh, geez, 200, and, yeah, he was in that 220 to 230, 240 range in, in the overall club category, so he was mid-pack, uh, a little bit above, faster than mid-pack uh, in the club, so he was, yeah, he did good. Um, yeah, real proud of him, too, uh, for coming along and, and uh, through all this with his family and shared that whole experience with the, with his uh, sister and mom and dad. Nice. Now, now I know uh, with a lot of endurance events and things like that, if you ask somebody at the finish line, uh, will you ever do this again? A lot of times your immediate thing would be no, never again. But uh, how was everybody's attitude at the end of this? Did everybody recover pretty quickly and say, yeah, this was great? Or Yeah, Tanner was certainly there. And then the trophy team is beyond. We're halfway to France, uh, to be honest. Uh, planning <laughs> nice. class different bikes so yeah the momentum's certainly there um <clears throat> i think as a group like jared you know he's had those few years off so he's kind of got himself back in the groove with this um phil's you know everybody had the covid year off but phil's been there and uh he wants to uh have a little retribution too because of the injury and and both both injuries and tyler just you know he he 
propose the solution and he wants to get another chance to, you know, execute and, uh, and remove those mistakes. So as a team and the bonding that they had, they talked about that stuff. Kate was the same way too. Sorry. Let me talk about him in that same respect too, or maybe mistakes or, or just things that occurred <clears throat> that, that then maybe they can prevent from happening next year. And we, we talked a lot about that. They shouldn't have had a lot of fun and giggles and, and high-fiving, but I think the, the dynamic of the team is really, really good in the, in the chemistry. Um, so I'm super excited about that, where they're looking forward to it. There's no regret. There's just, you know, improvement in, uh, and looking forward to next year. So okay. we're, we're pretty pumped. Okay, so France is where I'm going to have to be next year. Unofficially, um, I think given COVID, there was a few countries on the table but with um, uncertainties with the travel restrictions and in France, of course, being a very strong country with its federation, it's easy, in my mind, I guess, for them to put together six days. They had it, I want to say, in 2017, and then prior to that, uh, you know, anyways, they, they just okay. know what they're doing when it comes to enduro. So in, in times of like, uh, like today, you want a country like that putting their hand in the air to, to make it move forward because they can do it you know, as good as anybody or better than anyone else. So I'm kind of excited about that too. And <clears throat> it sounds like it'll be in an area that will be true enduro. Uh, it'll be slick, um, grass tracky. I know I rode France in 2001 and, and it was, it, call it romantic in the sense of uh, carving up these, these great grassy slopes that you kind of picture in the, in the sound of music, perhaps in the <laughs> grassy uh, Grassy hills, right? And those grass tracks are a lot of fun. Uh, you'd think that jumping would be kind of fun and all that too, but <clears throat> starting through these slick uh, off-camber grassy tracks, are, there's nothing like it in a, in a certain way, right? So uh, we're kind of excited about that too. Um, French, again, know how to put on an, an enduro, so it, it'll be exciting. Okay, awesome. All right, well, certainly look forward to that. We'll obviously find out when that becomes official for sure now hey speaking of uh being in italy and stuff tyler medallia when he was finished was he talking about the motocross of nations because he's got to go right back there yeah actually <clears throat> it was mentioned a few times not just by him but uh on the podium on the start ramp he was he was interviewed a couple times and they the announcer knew that he was on team canada coming up nice so um he was i think asked for a few comments and then i'm positive i read or listened to it um uh, so there was two, I guess, what you heard on the on the telecast, on the broadcast, was one announcer, and then we had one, of course, on the ground that was saying different things. So, so, and that was announced there, too, that he was going to ride motocross with Nations, too. So, yeah, he got some good publicity, and, yeah, people pretty excited to see him. Yeah, it was, that was so exciting, that moto. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was excellent. All right, well, hey, Lee, congratulations on uh, just an incredible week there and everything, and and for us back here, I mean, like I say, I just can't wait to see it in person just to see, because I mean, I'm guessing and I am assuming there's just so much, so many little things that can go wrong and little things you have to take care of. So it's going to be really cool to see it live one of these days. But uh, well, um, what, what, I mean, what have you been up to? I mean, it's been done a couple of days now. What uh, what are you doing? What's your plan? And when are you coming home? What are you doing? Some touring? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. No, I have, uh, I have an aunt and, and family in, in Florence, which was a two-hour train ride from Milan yesterday. So I'm down here. My daughter's been in the country for a week. So uh, we're going to visit some family and get caught up on, on those relationships and then uh, do a little sightseeing. 
and uh, we head home on Thursday. So we'll be home late Thursday night into Calgary and another couple days of getting over some jet lag. And then uh, truly, I think the work for 2022 is going to happen right away as soon as we get home. Uh, again, back to these, your question about, you know, the guys talking about, you know, uh, next year are they grumpy? And no, I think everybody's really excited to push forward. And, and I think I'd like to get working on it and sponsors and secure some different aspects of the program so we're not working at it uh, last minute. Oh, that's amazing. That's good to hear. All right. Well, Leah, like I say, congratulations. Thank you very much for keeping us all up to up to speed on what was going on there all week. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, you know, talking with you and everything. So uh, anything you want to add just before we let you uh, get on with your uh, holiday? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess, I, you know, I, you asked me about uh, people in support, and, and I thank the families of the riders. And I'd like to say that again, uh, friends and families and sponsors of those guys that allow them to come here. And then adding uh, <clears throat> our social media base seems to have kind of grown a little bit this week, and, and uh, the messages have been then we really appreciate that reach out from everyone and um, thank you and, and keep following us and keep us uh, motivated to kind of do this again and, and give everyone at home something to cheer for abroad and, and uh, I guess mentor our, our youth and our younger people in the sport so they got something to look forward to uh, and to build towards so that's what we're kind of doing this for and about too so yeah and thank you for allowing me to have this platform to share those guys they they worked hard. They deserve every ounce of uh, glory of this whole program. So, again, I've said it many times, we're so proud of those guys. In their candor as human beings and, and as athletes, they're, they're, they're awesome. They're very, very good. All right. Well, well, very well said, Lee. And uh, how about we end it there? So thank you very much, man. And uh, I guess we'll be talking to you sometime down the, down the road. Yep. Thanks again. Thanks for having me. And you take care as well. All right. Safe travels. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye.